0: The Upvix Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host too stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing the strategy, musical cool charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, to Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX.
1: What's going on, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Upland Property Experts. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. We got cookies going on there? Pretzels. Um, Pecans. Cashews, cashews. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Getting a quick snack in before before the show. Gotcha. Welcome, everybody, to episode 160 and December 1st. 160? Yeah, December 1st, 2022. Crazy. I guess it's not as, as important because you got people doing shows a lot more frequently than we do nowadays. So they're, they're piling them on. But still, we are the original. We go
2: quality, not quantity.
1: <laughs> um, Man, nobody's been doing it longer. No. Or as Nobody. consistent. Not even close. Yeah. Well, Uplando does every day. So I give him credit. Monday through Friday, he's turning it out in in the cafe. So... Uh, that's that's true. He's yeah. out there hustling. He Shout is out, out there hustling. Absolutely. Uh, hopefully, everybody had a great Thanksgiving for the people that celebrate that here in the states. Uh, we do have a pretty good show lined up for you. We got the High Park Ninjas in the house. Um, we have the secondary market update. Talk about. Once again, they dropped some more MV motor cars, and we'll see how many the that uh, Thank Me Later was able to secure for himself. <laughs> and uh, Yeah,
2: no, the cars are interesting.
1: Yeah, um, they have the turkey hunt going on right now in Upland, and I, I'm actually excited to see some some more functionality with the NFLPA Legits going on. So there's the, there's the challenge going on with that that we'll touch on, too, if we get around to that time. What's a tur- I saw a thing about it. What's the turkey hunt? Um, the turkey hunt or the turkey chase. And basically they have turkeys took over 10 cities in upland and you got to wrangle them. They listed the cities and you'll uh, join the three new competitive treasure hunts spawning in each city. And you had crazy turkey, scary turkey, and golden turkey um, with different rewards and block explorers. Nice. Yeah.
2: Milderland from Estonia.
1: Yes. Wait, wait. Milderland. Yeah, Milder. Is that- he's a long listener of the show. Oh. And uh, yeah, he's chatted
2: me up well, a lot. Adam we and- just, because we just onboarded a new um, artist and developer, Lieutenant Moon. And I think she is from Estonia. Oh, ah. so you're not so by crazy. yourself out there, <laughs> little land. Yeah, she makes insanely cool custom cars. Really? And so, yeah, yeah, she does. And she's on the team now.
1: Very nice. Congratulations there. And welcome aboard to the Upex World team there. Um. All right. Um. You have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I wish I had more leftovers, better than
1: damn cashews. You should have stopped here. We deep fried three turkeys. Um, Afterwards, we had turkey noodle soup, turkey pot pie. Everybody took (laughs) leftover. We had turkey, turkey, turkey. So it it was delicious. Two uh, Cajun butter injections and a lemon butter injection, which was very nice.
2: That's what's up.
1: Yes, I learned that in my Navy days from my roommates from Louisiana, and it's been well over 20 plus years since I had an oven cooked turkey. <laughs> no, I like a good oven
2: because the thing is, you, when you deep fry, you can't eat the skin. Yeah, you can. It's not oh. the same.
1: Oh, it's delicious.
2: An oven roasted skin. Mm, don't get me wrong. I like. A deep fried turkey The meat is super tender It's good But You can't beat the skin The crispy skin Of An oven roasted turkey
1: But if you deep fry it right You have crispy and juicy At the same time with the skin Which makes it delicious
2: I guess There's just something It's a classic Like I Again You can deep fry a turkey But If you're going to have a turkey dinner There better be at least one From Like that's properly roasted I know Oh, nope, we gave that up. <laughs> <laughs> what what are you, what's your position on doubled eggs? Love them. Do you do, you do doubled eggs? Yeah. At
1: uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah. It's one of the appetizers.
0: Yeah.
2: I feel like one of my aunts, I got really upset because I love doubled eggs. It's like the one tradition, no matter where I've been in the world, I've always made doubled eggs on Thanksgiving because eggs are pretty universal. Man is mustard. You can kind of make it happen no matter where you are. Um, and I remember way back when I, you know, when I was a kid, well, going to a Thanksgiving, and like I was like legitimately because we do like a potluck back home, like all the different because in Ohio, you know, like sometimes all right, and for Christmas and stuff, we do potluck, so everybody brings whatever. So if we get snowed in, that they have food, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so it was a potluck, and no one brought deviled eggs. I remember, like, being so upset, like, and actually, like, throwing a tantrum. Like, I mean, I was a kid. Yeah. How did no one make deviled eggs? You know what? There has not been a single Thanksgiving. I don't even live in Ohio anymore. Every year, they send me a picture of the deviled eggs that they make. (laughs) Since then,
1: there's never been a single family event that does not have deviled eggs because of that. Uh, my wife's on point she makes a spreadsheet shares with everybody and says here here's the dishes that are needed here's who's bringing what uh, and then she lays it out since her family comes into town too she lays out what's dinner who's taking care of Brett. like she's on point for that so that's
2: hilarious
1: yeah and then uh today uh i probably traumatized my 7 year old son he, he doesn't realize it just yet he'll, he'll figure it out later in life but if he remembers the night so uh, I'm, I'm on a roll. Spilled my drink before the show. Didn't even take a sip of it. So it, it's been a wonderful day. <laughs> my son, wait, wait, what did you do to scar your kid? He was playing a, a soccer game on on the tablet, and he was talking to me about it, and I was trying to listen to him, cook dinner, think about what we were going to cover on the show tonight, and then uh, thinking about the show uh, for up uh, Legits Fired Up that Mars and I do, a, uh, that we record usually on Fridays to put out on Saturday. So I didn't have the dad filter going on in my head, and he was talking to me about the game, I was sort of listening, and he's like, they got... I didn't mean to do that. And they called a penalty on me and now they get to shoot in the box. And with uh, without a dad filter, I'm like, I'm pretty good at shooting in the box. And, no. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh, man. And I'm like, that's great. And he's like, are you? I'm like, yeah. I go, but I don't like soccer yeah. that much.
2: <laughs> you don't believe me? Go ask go ask your mom about it.
1: Yeah. that's Why do you
2: think you have so many
1: siblings? Yep. Yep, yep. Dad filter was not on. So probably when he's a little bit older, he's just going to be like, hmm, dad was not talking about soccer that night.
2: The likelihood, it's weird the things that kids remember, or like we remember as kids that like that our parents don't and vice versa. Like there's been times, I don't know if you ever went to your parents, you're like, do you remember this time that you said this insane thing to me? Because it plays in my head on repeat. Forever, And they're like, I don't remember that conversation ever. I'm like, it scarred me. (laughs) There's several conversations that scarred me as a kid, most of which I can't talk about on this show.
1: Well, uh, hopefully this was not one of them that uh, scars him for life. No,
2: because it doesn't register to him as it's something that he should remember. It'll register to you because it's something that you should remember, but he doesn't know it's something he should
1: think about later. Yeah. All right, so that that gives me a little more faith that maybe I'm safe on this one.
2: Yeah, think about all the terrible jokes in, in movies like Shrek, or or like any childhood movie. Go back and watch a childhood movie, and you'll go, "Holy cow!" Some of the jokes in movies like Shrek are insanely not PG. True, true. I, I mean, kids don't register it because they're innocent. <laughs> I have no I, idea.
1: <laughs> Growing up, I loved Little Red Corvette by Prince. I really thought it was about a car. And then one day I listened to it as an adult and I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, all righty. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: I really thought that that princess liked delicious pies made of cream. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea.
1: Yeah. All right. We we bored them enough for 10 minutes. Let's jump into um, this week's show. Get into... The market update.
0: Market update.
1: No. Now, so, so close, so close, that was terrible.
2: That was terrible. <laughs> All
1: right, Doctor Noby. Uh, thank me later. Did not like it. <laughs> Wait, did he? Who recorded that, Doctor Noby? No. <laughs> Try again. No. All right. here we got Yeah, Yeah. Wait, play it again. Play it again. All right. We'll play it again.
0: It
1: yeah. No. Throw yeah. yourself in a blender. That was terrible. Oh, wow. In the blender. Very nice. You're piece it by though. piece. Slowly. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> top ten <laughs> city floors uh, over the last week. Not much has really changed other than Brooklyn jumping into the top ten at seven thousand seven hundred and fifty up X for um jumping six positions to crack the top ten. That was the biggest gainer of the week. Um and Arlington and Dallas are still holding strong in the top ten. Nothing's changed. Manhattan's getting close to dropping below seventy thousand up x.
2: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. And it's holding steady under fifty dollars. Um, Rutherford's holding i mean strong. it's
2: significantly under fifty dollars at this point i mean it's sitting at forty essentially yeah like.
1: and uh Rutherford's still holding strong um Santa Clara is still on it's down a little but it's still on its run you know it used to sit right around with San francisco in the low uh twenty thousands and now it's up over forty one thousand so up X that is
2: another Rutherford is what you' you reckon uh I don't know
1: how many properties are in Santa Clara Um, I think it's like double Rutherford. I mean, even double Rutherford isn't that much. No, it's not. Um, It is, I'll grab it for you really quick. I always leave it down. Rutherford has, oh, Santa Clara. Oh, my bad. It's about four times uh, uh, Rutherford. They got 25,532 properties. Mm.
2: I wonder what the base
1: cost per up square was there, though. I'd have to do some digging. I don't have that readily. I feel available.
2: like that was it was pretty high. It I was feel like Santa Clara started out pretty high.
1: It, it was, I believe, it was higher than Rutherford, um, but both of them were some sticker shocks after some cheaper city releases. Um, so yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, Mil- Milderland Lieutenant Moon doesn't play Upland. Yeah, yeah, she's um, uh, I'm in a, an artist group on Facebook, and she was showing off some of the um, custom car designs that she did, and I reached out.
1: Oh, that's that's interesting. I, I thought it was just a fellow Uplander, but wow, okay, no,
2: no she is. Yeah, she posted these insane models of like high end sports cars that she had custom made. And, like, because she was showing her progress. She started, like, I don't know, eight months ago. And so she was, like, showing, like, her first car, which <laughs> honestly looked better than some of the M Motors cars. Um, what? And then, uh Oh, yeah. I posted her portfolio in um, – hold on. I think it's – let me just see if it's a public portfolio, and then I'll post it.
1: Uh, so while you look, I'll talk about the 30-day changes. Oh, yeah, yeah do that. <laughs> Keep the people that are listening on the podcast entertained. Um, overall, Manhattan's only down 7% over the last four weeks. Um, real big movers, Dallas and Las Vegas, up 25, 23 and 24.8% each. Uh, nothing big on the U.S. dollar side. Uh, other than that, it's it's been pretty stable. Santa Clara, as we were talking, was continuing to climb. It's been up 7.15 uh, percent over the last four weeks. And poor, poor San Francisco keeps flirting with that twenty thousand UPEX floor price. It's down 10 percent four weeks ago. It was twenty three thousand three hundred upx.
2: Geez. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's not Estonia. Now I feel bad. It's not even Estonia. <laughs> She's from Croatia. Not oh, the same, not the same. Not it's not the same country. I am very sorry to both countries and people.
1: You got Milderland. Are they close to
2: each other at least, I hope? Yes. All right. Well, minor saving grace, I suppose. But go check out her stuff. It's ArtStation, uh, Martina underscore Art3D. Um, really cool. She did some Volkswagen, like, just, like, um, golf moccas, but then she did some super high end, um, really cool concept cars. Uh so she's got a bunch of different kind of designs and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. Uh so hopefully we'll get her she oh, her Bugatti concept is pretty fun too. Um hopefully we'll get her making some cars for the ultimate racing experience. So does she make scooters? Does she make scooters?
1: Or mopeds.
2: Do you want a moped? Why not? I mean, I can ask her, but it's kind of like asking Da Vinci to do a caricature, but sure.
1: (laughs) I don't need a moped. I don't need a moped. Uh, 12-week floor change. Um, Manhattan's down 20%, so going all the way back to September 8th, which was 12 weeks ago. Can you believe that? Christmas is about here. Summer's long gone. Um, Yeah. Summer's (laughs) long gone. (laughs) Long gone. It's like 20 some odd degrees here. It's cold. Um, Manhattan's down from 89,999 UPEx down to 72,000 UPEx. 20% drop. Uh, the U S dollars really took in a beating over the last 12 weeks. Uh, Manhattan's down 28%. Rutherford's down 22. San Francisco's down 33 and the Bronx is down 33%. So not good over the last 12 weeks in your U S dollars.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that follows along just the general economy though. Like,
1: yeah, I, I do agree there. Milderland, I said you're from Croatia. <laughs> yeah, you must have missed that part. Uh, six months change, it mm, gets uglier. Six months ago mm. on June 2nd, Manhattan was up at 114,900
2: UPEX. Mm. I wonder what the we should do for. We got to start prepping for a year end. It'd be cool. It'd be interesting to see what was it like, you know, December 30th of 2021.
1: I'll see if I can figure that out. Or just Justin. <coughs> yeah. And definitely shout out to just Justin. He put... uh he put the slides together last week just in case we did a show. So he put everything together for us. But we did not do a show due to the holiday week. So thank you, Just Justin, for that. And as always, putting these together each and every week for it. Do appreciate that. And then Upland, I'd never change the title. <laughs> so this is the, the – <laughs> I, I forgot to change the title. Anyway, this is the lowest markup percentage for each city. Um. So Rutherford, no real change Nothing really jumps out here on the screen Um. Yeah Just did add a data point Nothing really exciting to talk about Yeah Cheapest property markup by city Manhattan's really coming down But look at that Rutherford percentage this week That's nutty for the cheapest property in Upland. That is its up X floor markup in the wonderful city or slash neighborhood of Rutherford.
2: Yeah. I mean that, I mean that tells you, I mean, if you, uh, it just, there's no, I don't get the value proposition. It's small. That's great. It is, Easy to control, I guess that's fine. But the people who are running it, like, unless there is, you know, a a compelling event, like, the stadium being there and having whatever doesn't add value to the properties around it. Like, the people are going to travel there, send to the stadium. They're not then just going to subsequently send around. It doesn't inherently translate. Like, I, I still, I don't understand that strategy um, unless they do some really cool layer two thing. Or, I mean, even as a, like, a, a community, like, you don't see them as, they're not one of the power nodes. They are really tightly held by several people that are, you know, I guess active enough, but they're not leading any communities around it. So, I, I don't get it. I have no intention of buying any e. Rutherford. Feel free to, you know, not financial advice, but at a 10,000% markup for a non community node, like non collection blah. Not very compelling to me. It's not even like a name brand city. Like, no one outside of the US, even people inside the US, I could, if you're like, where's Rutherford? I'd be like, what? <laughs> I assume in one of the southern states because it sounds, anyway.
1: Yeah. It is, uh, well, actually now from the time that we put together the data to now looking live right now, it's, that property actually sold
2: <laughs> also Boulder says something. The the six months so we look at it and honestly for other people on the market like it's still the best investment. Like my uh, oh you know what I haven't looked at it in a minute. Um is my PayPal. Remember like a while ago I like
1: I don't even know. <laughs> you did your crypto with your PayPal and it's like crap the bed
2: yeah i did um 200 in each and it was like bitcoin ethereum and bitcoin light or something it's, i don't even know what that was and then like u.s i don't know what the other one was even yeah. um
1: yeah. so while you look at that bottom five mm-hmm. city floors in upland uh detroit rio porto chicago queens it it's still so interesting that detroit I, okay detroit i understand chicago and queens i i don't uh understand as much chicago or, i
2: definitely don't get
1: yeah because la's creeped out of there with still hundreds of thousands of properties to be minted there in la and that's creeped out of the bottom um yeah so i don't i don't get chicago um and i don't get queens being one of the uh Boroughs of New York City proper, so but still, everything's kind of up. Two hundred and forty-seven fifty-eight. So you lost sixty-six percent or so. Seventy percent. Seventy percent. Nice. It was eight (laughs) hundred dollars down to two
2: fifty. Like, and I didn't even buy it the, the height. Yeah, I bought. I bought on a dip, and when people were like, "Dump all your money into it!" Holy cow! I would have had just enough money left to buy a
1: news. So it, this this is horrible right here. <laughs> you can buy a property in Las Vegas in Upland right now for thirty eight percent of mint price in U.S. dollar, or forty six percent in Los Angeles or Queens, forty seven in Chicago, forty eight percent in Nashville, Kansas City, yeah, and Detroit, I mean, forty nine. I, I get it's what's it's going good. on, but. But is it actually a bad thing? So I've been thinking about it.
2: Like maybe we're thinking about it wrong, because, like, who? I don't want to say who cares, but like, think about it. Upland, you. We want we want upex to go out. We need upex sinks. So if people are buying super cheap and then selling for fiat to to just cash out little bits at a time, like it's still like that actually. I I mean, I, I don't know. It's like a hard thing to, I'm hearing opportunity, right? Monopoly Mike. I I just, no one's losing. I mean, the people who are selling under mint, unless you're selling actively at a loss, like, I just want to get out, so I'm selling at a loss. Like, these people are doing flips. They're they're buying it. Um, and actually, wait, did we have somebody on the show or did I talk to somebody privately who was saying what they do is they buy um, under Mint for Upex and then sell for USD under Mint or even vice versa. Like, there's a way to, like, work it where you're buying and selling in the under mint range and you're able to make profits. So we see that as a loss, but it's if somebody's buying it with the explicit intent of selling it for fiat, like, I don't know. It it doesn't resonate the same because we're not seeing mass exodus.
1: No, you're not seeing mass exodus, but it it just, right. it's still mind blowing that you would yeah, that you do I know some people are trying to get out, but it's not a mass exodus. I I know where they're dropping the floors, um, dropping the prices, but still I understand cash out is cash out. And if you're happy with your holdings and you're just taking your, you know, your earnings from your properties, buying stuff up and just putting it at a deep discount to get some sort of cash out. um, I'm, I'm more of a long-term type player. So I, I, that good for the people buying it at these prices because they're getting a hell of a deal and, and they're mm-hmm. really, they're really getting a great ROI and, and they can really accelerate their game. But yet at the same time, I, I'm more of a long-term player and I, I'd like to, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a fan, but there's nothing wrong with what people are doing here.
2: It's a big brain play right there from architect. Absolutely. Buy under mint in Vegas and sell during Genesis week. Also, Boulder, 100% correct. (laughs) Even the ones that are selling 50% mint, they're still (laughs) doing better than my crypto. Um,
1: Yeah. All right, sold-out percentages. Um, Still ticking along, though. Still ticking along. Nothing Nothing really jumped overall for the week. Arlington, 55%. Dallas, 69%. Uh, Detroit finally cracked the 90%. Slow but steady. Chicago sitting at 99% forever.
2: Yeah, I want
1: Chicago to sell out. Yeah. Are there
2: sold-out cities that are selling under mint?
1: um, I have not checked in the past week, so I can't answer it. I, I do check frequently, but this last week was just hectic with the holidays.
2: Yeah. No, because I'm curious, like, and if they do, like, because at a certain point, like, once a city sells out, I feel like the under mint, because at that point, it's like, well, there's no more to mint. So you can only get them secondhand. And so I feel like at that point, it's a much easier proposition for people to go, well, okay, so there's no fresh mints. I will buy up the floor of undermint. And then flip it a little bit.
1: So, unminted properties available. L- looking at this, the thing that jumps out here is Dallas and Arlington. They're continuing to creep lower and lower under. Uh, what up, Wolf Warner? Um, creep under the 10,000 properties available mark. Uh, I wonder what the trigger point is for them to release the next expansion for Dallas and Arlington. I. I- I don't know if it's 7,500 or 5,000 properties available, but I would expect, you know, sometime early next year. And this is just with no insider information, just looking at numbers and where everything else is at and total properties available. I could see the expansion coming in Dallas and Arlington sometime early next year. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean I'm looking cuz we can probably look back at Rio cuz they've had a couple Rio expansions. The other thing is because Dallas and Arlington are US based I feel like it's less likely. I feel like there's enough other variation available that they're probably not going to overemphasize that. I would like to see them launch it with like something else like in conjunction with some sort of other kind of release or event
1: but who knows spark leaders uh i had to post this one because that's just insane what in the (laughs) that's just insane so, for the people listening on the podcast and not looking at the visual, check out YouTube oh at the 30-minute, 15-second mark to see the Spark Leaderboard, and you'll see Thank Me Later's reaction to seeing Abdullah, Abdullah's uh, 1,008.94 spark.
2: I mean, that's insane. He, he has more than literally everybody else combined – and that includes FIFA, NFLPA, and MV Motors.
1: Right, and FC Porto, <laughs> and the like, Upland Bureau. What is? Did we figure out what the Upland Bureau was yet? No. Huh.
2: Yeah, that's. Half, yeah, I mean that's. Oh yeah, because what is it? It's yeah. What's the price per spark?
1: Five hundred. Uh, well. It depends if you get the full sparker because the full spark's the cheapest buying opportunity. As you continue to go down in increments, it gets well, more what's, and more expensive. What's the full spark? Uh, most expensive would be six or uh, what is it? Four sixty, I believe, for one spark. And then I think for the lowest amount, it would cost you if you bought the lowest amount all the way up to one spark. It costs you a little over six hundred.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I have to assume that he is. Buying it
1: direct, ger- like he's just buying in the sales, and as it comes around, just like you mint stuff with the decor and the block, anything that comes around on timer, he's uh he's. You're missing a zero there. Yeah, yeah. eleven eleven. You're missing a zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, four hundred and sixty thousand.
2: Four hundred and sixty thousand minimum. Yeah. And you can't buy it with Upex. So it's not like he's using his Upex. Like, that's fresh money in.
1: Yes. I I, I mean, he's got a master plan. um, And I I love his enthusiasm for the game. And I'm very, uh, but man, to have have even 10% of that would be awesome. I mean,
2: that would put you on par literally with their, like, premier brands. FIFA World Cup having 650, I think, is interesting because I don't think, like, they won't be using it for the most part. Like, they're using it now because they're minting so many things. Yes. But after the World Cup is over and they've done minted all of the stuff that they're going to mint, like, that's just going to sit idle.
1: You mean building everything they're going to build? Because you're not sure. minting with Spark.
2: Well, technically you are, because oh, true,
1: true. Because when you Your build buildings. it, you
2: you're well, no, no, no. Like you're minting, you mint the um, decor items, right? So in you mint them by putting Spark on them. Yeah. So when they're done minting all their items, because here's the, I, I was like trying to buy up um you know some of this fifa stuff holy cow like the the flag things which i thought were like super cool they're just sitting there like tons of them yeah and they're they're like 10 they're they're still single digit mints like of 60 but those mugs like in, went fast the mugs went fast but the mugs were like how much 15 yeah the mugs were cheap, and they're Block Explorers. For some reason, people value Block Explorers a lot. I think...
1: I think because of somebody named Thank Me Later on the Upland Properties Experts podcast. Me? <laughs> I think I think you might have drove that and all your secondary buys and hounding people. I mean, that's true. I do love Block Explorers. Um, but...
2: Don't sleep on decor because I can, well, I can't promise anything because I don't have any in, insight. But when they start doing neighborhood scores, believe all those decor items
1: are going to factor in. I am the worst decor shop owner ever. Well, that was a given. <laughs> ever. Ever. I've been I haven't sold one because I haven't put anything in the store up for sale because I've always wanted to record the content and I'm like oh yeah I'll have time to do it and it just doesn't happen so I am the worst and I have people with dms about it about wanting to buy it and yeah I'm horrible Um, everything's just kind of chaotic and hectic right now but absolutely I am the worst decor shop owner I'm So, yeah, I do apologize for people waiting on me. So I suck. I know it. And uh, I look to get better here shortly.
2: As long as you're you're still like manufacturing them, right? Oh, yeah.
1: They're they're still churning out. So I'm just building up an inventory. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what I'm doing.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, there's thousands of people begging to get in the program. You can't spend three minutes
1: to put anything in your shop. And record it to put up on YouTube as a video. So, yeah.
2: Who cares? Just put stuff at your shop, make some money.
1: <laughs> yes. What are you doing? Slacking, obviously. All right. So, anything else on the secondary market before we bring the High Park Ninjas on? No, about time. Well, that's the only reason I came tonight. Well, thank you. I appreciate you for showing up (laughs) and I do appreciate the heads up today that we were going to have the high park ninjas on instead of getting all the way to the end of the episode and be like, Oh yeah, I told and so they could come on.
2: (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I literally tell everyone, I was like, you really should tell too stupid to win directly because I'm probably going to mess it up.
1: And now, you know, I am a horrible decor shop owner but when it comes to the podcast you message me about becoming a guest on the show or wanting to get on the show or helping out with the show I'm very quick to respond there so my pluses my minuses so anyway without further ado we're bringing on the Hyde Park Ninjas um, to talk about their awesome things that they're doing there with Upex World. Welcome fellas.
0: How you guys doing? Hello hello.
1: Great great so are you guys at a Sears or a JC Penney's?
3: <laughs> uh, my wife put that together for us uh, just a little while ago so.
2: wow so you just insulted his wife way to go uh. i think it looks great guys well done
1: <laughs> super cool all, all i took was your pre-show slam and put it on air and you flip it around <laughs> at, first, so.
2: at first i was going to call you out for just ripping off my pre-show slam but then my ko's like <laughs> Yeah, my wife uh, made this. For us. <laughs> it was really sweet of her. And then I was like, "All right, well, I'm switching my tune immediately, <laughs> and just gonna throw you
3: under the bus." Uh, turn that on here pretty quick, there. Yeah, immediately. It, yeah, Literally
2: I was wait.
1: I was looking for the rip for him of stealing his material, and, uh... and
2: that's exactly no, <laughs> was about to happen, and I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> but I do like the magic. Like I like that you guys coordinated that. That's pretty cool.
3: Yeah. Last minute, last minute. That's
1: right. Oh, that works. All right. So, what do you get? So, give us, give everybody a little background about the Hyde Park Ninjas. How did you guys originate? You know, where's your, where, where's your community growing at? What are you doing with Upex World? Just, just start with how you guys got rolling as the Hyde Park Ninjas.
0: So, as far as uh, getting started, we actually got started uh, through Upland um, last year. So, we've been in Upland just under a year now and um, we've both been in martial arts for a long time. I know I've personally got 37 years in, and I know um, KO Ninja's been, I think, kicking since he was in diapers pretty much. So um, we've got many years of um, authentic martial arts, and our goal is to bring uh, martial arts to Web3. And, um, you know, I think the Layer 2 is just a, a perfect platform, um, with you know, with what Thank Me Later has got put together. So we're really excited about the, the opportunity here and all the hard work that everybody's already been putting in, um, you know, getting ready for alpha and pre alpha. So um, it's basically going to be a martial arts community where, you know, at, you'll be able to have avatars that go out and train in different martial arts. So we'll have different villages where the avatars can train and then they can all go out and do battle. Some, some battle will be uh, player against player. Some are going to be doing um, like uh, adventures against, different challenges to uh, take over the, the red ninjas who are the bad guys within the Hyde Park ninjas. So um, we're really excited about that. And it's going to be set up where it's going to be an open world environment. And then we're also going to have a closed world environment. Uh, again, we are trying to keep this to authentic martial arts. Um, so the avatars will have an ability to train their characters up in specific arts um, to better themselves in the game and be able to do bigger and better things to help us along the journey. Um, as far as our community, we're building our community in Hyde Park, LA, uh, not to be confused with the Chicago neighborhood. Uh, so Hyde Park, LA. and uh, man, it's you know we've been really excited. We haven't really pushed to grow too hard. Um, we've been working really hard behind the scenes on the game and all of that. And um, we've just started to push the neighborhood and it is starting to build quicker than we thought. So it's really excited to see um, you know the growth there. Slow and steady growth, and we're doing a lot of really cool giveaways and contests. So we have a lot of really cool stuff uh, going, and we have, we've already started the UFC Pick'em uh, League, too, so we've been running that, so that has been a lot of fun, too. Nice.
1: Now, did you and KO know each other before you got into Upland, or did you meet in Upland?
0: Yeah, we've, we've known each other for a lot of years, um, you know, through martial arts, obviously. Um, so we just kind of made that connection, and, and our families are real tight and close over the years. Um, so we're kind of like family, to be honest. So who got into Upland first? I did one day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that that was Mike probably about
3: like, uh, maybe a year ago, um, or a little over a year ago. And he got me, got me into it. Um, and yeah, he's known me since I was a kid. Um, like you were probably my judge like at tournaments, uh, (laughs) when I was just a teenager. Um, and then through the years we've become, uh, you know, really good friends. Um, We've probably been talking about um, – I think everything came together, you know, this year for the Hyde Park Ninjas and the, the with epics World. But we've been talking for two or three years on working together um, in something and just never really settled on something until this year, But uh, uh, which we're really, really excited about. But, but yeah, about a year ago, Mike uh, messaged me and said, um, hey, you need to get into this game, Upland. <laughs> uh, I had no idea what it was, no idea what I was doing, and then um, uh, I've been on it every day since. So. <laughs>
1: nice. Uh, what, what forms of martial arts do you two do? Uh,
3: I, 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 do uh, I started when I was uh, four years old in Taekwondo, and then when I was 17 years old, I started in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, when I was 18, 19 years old, I did my first mixed martial arts fight. Um, I turned, I was a, pro, uh, professional in mixed martial arts about five years ago. Um, and, uh, that's, that's the quick, uh, background on my, my training.
0: Uh, as far as me, I started training back in the eighties, uh, in hungar kung fu and, uh, transitioned into Japanese karate and then uh, moved on to Olympic style Taekwondo, and then transitioned into regular Taekwondo. From there, got into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu.
1: Oh wow! So you guys I also are
0: a lot of, uh, Filipino Arnis with uh, stick and knife work as well. So
1: wow, you guys are uh, all over the martial arts uh, <laughs> spectrum there.
2: Yeah, you weren't expecting that, huh? You were expecting like, <laughs> right. Oh, I know some karate and they're like, No, we're gonna drop some martial arts knowledge on you. <laughs> wow. like,
1: my my two my two oldest do martial arts right now. They're both in Taekwondo. Um, my oldest daughter's ten. She's uh going to test for her second degree black belt this summer, so she's pumped for that. My son's working his way through the kids' green belt right now and he's pumped, you know, probably by the end of the year he'll hit his black belt early next year's or I'm already into next year, but <laughs> yeah, so they're working on it. And uh, my four year old, she's ready to jump in it too. So yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just a quick pump for a KO Ninja too. He has a professional fight coming up in a few weeks. I uh, actually right after the Christmas holiday in uh, January. So he's got a pro fight coming up. That's going to be in uh, Tennessee. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's why I got the, the black eye on this side. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We just thought you made the same comment about your wife's uh, background that we did. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's also uh, pretty, um, <laughs> that, that could
1: be true. <laughs> I'll we'll have a second one. <laughs> uh, nice. Um, so what are you guys doing with up world? Uh, can you give us a little more detail than what you provided? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah.
2: So yes. I mean, the characters, yeah, I don't know. Have you guys tweeted any of those characters that
0: were have been made? Uh, they're in Discord. We've got a lot of the characters. We have some cartoon scripts going in Discord um, for two of our first creations on uh, characters, and we've got a third one that will be coming in the next day or two. Um, so we are also working on um, some games, some like mini-games that we're going to be rolling out here soon. So we hope to have a a teaser maybe within the next 10 days, maybe as early as next week if we're lucky. Um, So we'll see. But uh, some of the artwork and some of the work that uh, Slav and DMG and a lot of these guys have been doing uh, behind the scenes with the Epics World team, uh, they're putting together some really cool stuff. And we've uh, had the opportunity to actually film some of the techniques, you know, of us doing our techniques uh, within our academies and sending this to the team. And then they take and put that into the avatar. So it's been pretty, pretty cool to watch that. Uh, so we are hoping to have some uh, games and, like, mini games out, you know, to get going with the training and learning how to use the character. So and this the, the game we're creating is, um, is pretty well thought out. And, it, you know, every day we're adding more and more detail into it. And this is a game that um, I personally grew up doing martial arts and also, uh, you know, sitting in my parents' garage playing D&D late at night and many years of Magic. I think I started Magic shortly after it came out years back um, in the 90s sometime. I don't even remember when. Um, And, you know, these are games that have been around for 30 years, 50 years. And when we set out on this journey, when we decided to do this, we want this game to be here for, you know, 30, 40, 50 years. So, you know, when my kids are my age, I want my kids to be playing this game when they're my age still dang oh, that's, like that's that. yeah no pressure there eh we've <laughs> yes. got a, a real long term mindset so that's true
2: yeah no you've already like the whole journey of your character it's, a, it's very impressive and I think uh, the community is really going to like it um, so I'm excited to, to help bring that vision to life uh, in layer two And you have some some layer one NFT characters as well that I think you're working on doing like some promotions and things with uh, to give those away. And uh, those will potentially have um, passive income and things like that in uh, your experience as well.
0: Yeah, we do have some cool stuff going on with the NFTs. We actually had a meeting this morning about uh, some really cool ideas we have for NFTs which I'm not going to release yet, um, but we we will soon. Um, You know, I've seen so much stuff uh, brought out in games and different things with the NFTs, and a lot of it, I feel like NFTs are kind of getting a bad name more because of the way that they're put out, and there's just nothing to back them up as far as utility and use case. Um, So we're going to be going about it in a much different way. And I'll let... um, K.O. Ninja talk a little bit more about the NFTs. I know he's more on that side of the project.
3: Well, I mean, we're just looking to do it backwards of what everything else, you know, everyone else has been doing, which is, you know, promising the moon and all the value, um, pre selling the NFTs, um, and you're just crossing your fingers and hoping, uh, our goal is to bring the value first to the NFTs so that you know what you're, um, getting into is going to be legit, uh, legitimate. And so, um, that's, you know, without going too far into detail, um, I think that just gives a, um, you know, there's not going to be a presale or anything like that. We're going to develop the the game and the value to the NFTs within the game that you're, um, you know, in the future will have access to. Uh, so that way you just are, are confident in your NFT purchase. So, um,
2: Yeah, that's – and, I mean, I know really early on talking with you guys about, like, what your vision for the project and, you know, um, Upex World being layer two, like, what your layer one strategy was. And after, you know, you were kind of laying out your plan and, again, realizing that – I mean, that's exactly – that aligns so much with, the like, the value proposition and how um, I want to approach Upex World of, like, prove the value – then ask the community to kind of get involved, and so you guys are really doing that. You're building the entire game. You have the NFT strategy. You're going to be able to show the value of those um, NFTs, and then you'll you know you'll start you know opening that up for the community. It's I really think it's how NFTs really should have always been done, um, and not like Kickstarter.
1: And NFT architect agrees, and that's exactly how yeah, NFT should be rolled out. Great job, guys!
2: Yeah, I think once, honestly, like once projects like yours and other, um, you know, communities and stuff start that trend, I don't think I don't think anybody will ever want to go back because there won't be a reason to. There'll be enough projects that are delivering value and then selling the NFT that doing it any other way will feel like a weird gamble. It'll be like, yeah, do I really want to buy this lottery ticket that has like a 1% chance of, of Or do I want to buy, you know, this brick of gold that I know is going to increase in value and has a proven track record now of having and retaining value? Like, it just, you know, if you want to look at layer one as an investment of Web3, like it doesn't make sense to buy before there's value. Like it's just too yeah. much of a gamble.
3: Yeah, I just I, I just personally got burned on I I won't name the projects, but I got you know about eighteen months ago. Got into was it Chewy's Global? No. <laughs> <Chibi's> Global. <laughs> no it wasn't that one it's different projects but man 18 months ago you know it promised the moon and um you know it just tanked and there, you know quite a bit quite an investment just went to zero so um yeah i want to i want to flip that narrative uh for people so
1: ah, that's that's good and that's the way it should be and you know it, it's still the wild wild West out here with nfts and web three and all that, but you know you, you build a strong foundation you build a strong community and a strong following and you continue to over deliver you know you under promise and over deliver um, that, that that's the ticket to be successful in longevity and yeah you guys are on the right track
3: yeah we're we're pumped we're we're excited um i mean we're we're like working every day um and we're, we're both teaching and training a lot um also so it's early mornings late nights um uh but we i mean we just love it so we're we're excited to see the progress and the, um, the progress in the game is so cool um uh, i got I, I get to chat with a couple of my students about it too actually one of them was like 11 years old today and was just all into the like i showed them a couple of pictures and videos and they were like they were pumped up about it and so uh uh that that gets us pumped up too
1: yeah and that's uh that that's the thing a lot of people don't understand is you guys are doing your 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 daily job you're doing your your training for your fights Uh, you know you got a lot of stuff going on and you're burning the midnight oil to to create this whole new experience for people you know on top of the Upland community and I love you guys got a logo I see K.O.'s got a you guys got t-shirt you got merch already rolling out so (laughs) that's nice too
2: yeah they're messing around no
1: look at that
2: look at that
3: Well, and to touch on that, we're, um, so, yeah, we have the game, but, um, you know, we have future uh, goals of a card game, uh, merchandise, toys, you know, like, really making a brand of this and um, expanding into a lot of other, you know, areas, so.
1: no, that's, it's a solid plan, absolutely. Um, you got anything else for the fellas there, thank me later? Um...
2: No, I mean, I will say that they mentioned a mini game. Um, no promises, but expect to see a demo sooner rather than later okay. on that. So they're working on it. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, it's gonna be. I think there'll be a lot of mini games. I hope that it harkens back to other classic arcade games, and as well as uh, to some of the newer arcade games. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be pretty cool. Um, we, heard
3: the, we heard from the team that uh, it's coming. Uh, it's soon. It's soon. So I don't know exactly how soon, but uh, uh, and the, the goal of like all these games too is to, to bring that traditional martial arts, you know, like training their punches and their kicks and their, you know, um, just like we do in real life. So I think it's been pretty cool. Nice.
2: Yeah, I've been. I really like because you guys sent in those videos, and I know that they're doing the motion capture of the video into the actual moves and. That that's been really cool to watch. Like once that gets more ironed out, like I think people are really going to, no pun intended, get a kick out of that. Um, and hopefully, you know, we start seeing some uh, TikTok competitions and things to get the community involved in showing off their own martial arts skills, and then potentially having them added to the game, um, which would be, I think, just a really fun, you know, community kind of event. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Definitely. KO, you have anything you wanna uh ask or say before we let you guys go.
3: Uh man, no, just uh, appreciate you guys having us on and uh we're huge followers uh and you know huge fans of the property experts podcast. Uh so no, it's it's awesome to
0: be on here and um cool to be a part of the team. So
1: Really glad to have you guys on. Mike, you have anything before we let you get out of here?
0: No, man, we just really appreciate you guys having us on and being able to share our vision of what we've got going. And, you know, we're, we're really looking forward to it. I know uh, the first question you had asked earlier, Joe, was about, um, you know, how we got involved in Upland. Um, we've, during COVID, um, you know, being in martial arts and owning gyms, you know, our businesses were completely closed down. Uh, in North Carolina, we were closed down for quite a while, mm-hmm. like six to eight months. Um, and you know, we were, we did a lot with like cryptos and different things too. And that's actually how we started to learn about like the web three is through like uh, Decentraland and sandbox. And we, we went in and toyed around with those and you really couldn't do a whole lot of anything. And that's uh, really what drove us to Upland too. When we saw that platform and saw you could actually buy stuff that was kind of connected to things that were familiar, you know, with properties in the U S and the cities, and not only that, but you could earn an interest, too. I thought that was really cool. And I had actually seen um, – it was actually a YouTube podcast I was listening to on an accounting show. And the accountants were talking to a younger guy who was from University of Georgia, I believe. Um, he's in Upland. I, f- I believe his name is Remy. I think Remy yeah, him. Remy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Remy. We had him um, on the and, show. Yeah. 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 And so he um, – that's actually how I found out about Upland was through this crazy podcast. It was – I had a little bit of downtime. It was between Christmas and new year's and me and my dad were sitting on the couch. They were in visiting and uh, for the holidays and we were having a cup of coffee, listening to the show. And then I started fishing around on upland. And next thing I know I was buying properties up and and (laughs) treasure hunts. And first couple of treasure hunts didn't go too well, but, um, yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. It's kind of grown from there.
1: Awesome. Um, that's a great story too. And it's funny how it all ties in and everybody yeah. it's such, it's such a nice, nice circle, nice community. And you guys are developing a great community there in Hyde Park, Los Angeles, not Chicago. So definitely check that one out. Um, uh, you guys, I'll put you guys backstage. You're welcome to hang out for the rest of the show. Talk with us after the show. We do an after show too. If you guys got to go, that's that's cool. I understand. Really appreciate your time. Looking forward to the mini games and everything else. And uh, I'll definitely have to go pick up some uh, Hyde Park properties because i slacken I slack in Upland nowadays. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: you're not you're not even going in there and putting your your anvils up for sale. You're I'm not going to go buy properties. I'm buying
1: horrible. properties. So, I'm buying Watch. After this show, I'm buying properties. Why I'm waiting for I mean, everything to If you're going to no buy logo.
2: properties, spend the three minutes and put some stuff up for sale, eh?
0: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, right. I got to tell you, I love your guys' uh, opening song. Your uh, music with your video for your YouTube is fantastic.
1: Thanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Shout out Mars, Utah. Yeah. yeah. If, you gets, uh,
0: if you ever get some downtime and wants to create something for the ninjas, man, we'd love it.
2: Oh, there you go. We'll talk Shout to Mars. Out. Yeah. Mars, Utah. Yeah. <laughs> we need some, we need some martial arts magic music. Yeah. And somebody sent out. me,
1: somebody sent me a video to, oh. the, but I need the decryption for the fault. They send it in a folder and it needs a decryption key and all that. So I was like, I saw it last week. It was all busy. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get it uploaded. I'm going to check it out. And then they're like, you need a key. And they're over, you know, way ahead of us. So they're in bed right now. So we got to wait till next week. Hopefully uh, I'm excited with the project product and uh, we we can get the video intro with the song too. I, I'm excited for that.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Well, hopefully we'll have a, um, you know, soon we'll have a mini game. We can come back on and, and show it off for you guys. Love to. Oh, yeah,
2: and absolutely. If you want to know more, I'm sure we'll also have you guys, well, we might have to do a special edition of the Upex um, World Live because you guys, I know that that time slot doesn't work for you guys, but I, I definitely want to have you on when we do the demo. Okay. So maybe we'll do, once the demo gets gets built, maybe we'll do like an exclusive um, like live demo of it. Awesome. Together. I'd love to be there for that. We'll figure that out yeah
1: awesome thanks guys we'll talk soon and uh, thanks for coming on
0: alright have a good night everyone thanks
1: thanks, thanks, All right. thanks fellas alright let's see here. what do we have left not much alright MV motor sale that went on and Ooh, I think shiny new cars the, the uh, quickest I had to wait was 16 hours so I missed out <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, my queue times were ridiculous on it as well, which is good overall. But it's very, um, it was a very interesting time to watch the price. Like, I I don't, I haven't checked what they are now, but like beforehand, you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, you know, I'll pay two x whatever, and trying to get the pre sales. I don't do that. Like for the people who do like do my pre sales and stuff. I do like a finder's fee of like twenty percent because I go, yeah, you can if because usually I have to front the money anyway, um, and so it's just like, well, if you want to sell your Q spot, or you can buy like you can buy it and flip it later, but if you want a guaranteed twenty percent right now for your spot, like hit me up and it's cash in hand. Um, but I, I tell you the the prices on the cars. I, I don't know. I think people freaked out. They're they're a high price point. Yeah. There has been a flood of like um things to absorb UPEX. So while we haven't had a city release, the
1: FIFA World Cup Jeez, stuff. Jeez, that that's been sucking UPEX up. I
2: I mean I spent God, I, I don't even want to know how much how many <laughs> millions of UPEx I've spent on the FIFA stuff. And, like, just getting all the legits, and then I bought over a 100 tiles, I think. Um, because I, I think people are sleeping on the decor. I think once the, the, the neighborhood scores come out and it's, you have to have the decor to get scores, or, like, the decor helps your scores, I think people are going to go crazy for it. But that's complete speculation because that might not happen. They might it might not give any value. But I would be shocked if it didn't.
1: Yeah, are there still tiles? I haven't had a chance to chance to look. I don't
2: know if they're still minting um, cars. Oh, Keith got his first car, Series One.
1: Congrats,
2: Series Ones are definitely there. Go. Uh, I don't know if they're still minting them. Um, the other thing was. I was curious. I already saw people like starting to do now that there's decor, it's a lot more flexible, right? Um, And like doing different designs and stuff. And I was just like, how long until somebody does something that like has like upland has to respond to? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you give people freedom to make whatever they want, there's going to always be at least one guy like, (laughs) wouldn't this be funny? And then what does Upland do? Do you think that they just...
1: But can they do anything?
2: Well, I was thinking about it. I don't believe the item placement... Is item placement tracked on the chain? No. So, like, technically, if they just removed your things and put them back into your... Oh, wait, but they can't because... Because decor items don't go into your inventory. Like, I'm thinking, like, can they move? I mean, I guess they could send you to Alcatraz until you fix it.
1: That that could be a punishment if it's in a inappropriate, but then is it really decentralized?
2: Well, what do you mean, is it decentralized?
1: You know, that you it can, can be do...
2: governed and decentralized, right?
1: That's true. Yeah, homeowners associations, got it yeah
2: yeah that's a good analogy
1: well done yeah so, a <laughs> lot a lot, lot of cool cars that were for sale so
2: yeah no um dr noby and i picked up a green one. Oh, nice we went we went have these on on a green race car nice. which is cool um definitely the the new trucks are pretty uh cool for sure
1: eh. i <laughs> what? No, eh, I, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling the trucks, the new trucks. Really?
2: No. I like my uh, my hunter green truck. Is I, I mean, obviously because I'm a turtle.
1: Then yeah, but anyway, oh, I don't. I don't know if you're getting in the hamsies though now, because <laughs> uh, he's not giving it to you now. You told him to jump in a blender. Oh, jump in a
2: blender. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was only because of your terrible jingle, so it's not really my
1: fault. Yeah. All right, the turkey chase we did touch on. We're we're pushing over an hour now. So um,
2: what is that?
1: That's the turkey chase that that was what? uplands. Uh, uplands Thanksgiving uh, yeah event it, that that was at the top of the article where uh, for the turkey chase and you had to go catch the turkeys. Um, Got a crazy turkey, you'd have a small amount of Upex and three entries for the Block Explorer giveaway. The scared turkey, you got um, rewards, more Upex than the crazy turkey, and five entries for the Block Explorer giveaway. And the golden turkey was, if you discovered it, you got 50 entries for the Block Explorer and a small amount of Upex. So.
2: Are they both block explorers or just the one without a
1: helmet? Well, you had the fall turkey block explorer, which kind of looks like the chicken from uh Moana, and then you had the football turkey block explorer. So there were uh fifteen hundred of the turkey itself and five hundred of the helmet turkey. So mm. interesting. Yeah. The other trucks are were way cooler. And then it finishes up December second at nine AM Pacific time. So
2: Gotcha. I think the other truck, or the original series, the, um, the R, because whatever, like, Series 1 R, Series TR, versus Series TE, or Series T, whatever the base model is, those have very different designs um, and rarities.
1: Triple Threat, what is this? I saw this too. So they were trying to run this last week, and they had to cancel the triple threat challenge um basically, all you do is you take uh three of your favorite twenty twenty two legits it could be essentials or mementos, and you place them in the triple threat collection um yeah. and you can fill more than one collection so you can you know you can do it for multiple teams and basically what you're trying to do there is um Is get the highest score and
2: why why are you thinking so hard about this? Do you not know what this event is either?
1: I do, I do. I I was trying to think of did they have to be on the same team? And everybody that scored the highest, you know, or will score the highest, yeah, usually on the same team, so they got to be on the same team. Um, now. There were bonuses to it. So essentials, you don't get a bonus. But if you had replicas, which are to be added later. So, you know, they're they're going to events. when did
2: we miss replicas? We didn't.
1: We didn't. But they threw it into the article. But if you have mementos, it's a 50% bonus. So if you were buying in the stores on Sundays, you know, you had a huge advantage to being able to boost yourself up with, with the multipliers. And on top of that, if you bought the mementos, and then they ended up getting fire stats, you increased your chances, We even an additional bonus.
2: Mm. So
1: they have it going on this week. Um, so it should be going on this weekend. You should be able to go ahead and jump in on that. They're giving away uh, 150. They expanded it to 100 players. Um, they had it a little lower beforehand. But they'll give away $2.3 million in Upex and 1.3 Spark overall. Uh, first place will get you 0.1 spark, which is huge. That's not bad. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's, I mean, nothing to Abdullah, but whatever.
1: <laughs> Why you got to go there?
2: I don't know. Just because of everything. I'm like, wow, that's such a nothing amount compared to Abdullah. But yeah,
1: before it was canceled, they were only going to 50. But since they had to cancel it and do it again, they expanded to 104 more people to win. So
0: all the well, people... I mean-
2: That tells you two things, though. There's two pieces. One, the fact that they delayed it and then relaunched it, um, and the fact that they included replicas in their spreadsheet or, like, their breakdown means that this is going to be a a repeating challenge. This is going to be something that sticks around. So I would say if you are interested, even if you can't compete this round, start taking a look at some of the strategies and how people are, you know, winning it. Because given the other factors this is almost certainly going to see um, repeated use from the Upland team
1: and here right now currently it has to be from the same team so you just stack the highest games on the slate that are projected to, uh, to the teams that are projected to score the highest by the Vegas odds or you know if you have a if you have a feeling that a team's really going to go off or they're in a good matchup, mm. um, that's the current strategy. I'd like to see them open it up a little more, more than three. But you know they're figuring it out right now. Um, yeah,
2: is that uh, was that your strategy for uh, fantasy league this week,
1: Yeah, because <laughs> you got whoops, son. I did get whoops, son, which it, was
2: embarrassing.
1: It was, and I had a. Uh, I had, what was it, 30 points on the bench or something dumb? (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah, that was...
1: From one player. I'm pretty sure
2: one of those was the one that you sniped for me off the wire because I didn't understand how it worked.
1: So that's karma. That's not karma. It's not my fault you didn't understand how the waiver wire works in a league you've been playing in for three years now. (laughs) We haven't changed the waiver wire rules in three years. Really, it's been the same for three years. So that's not karma fine I suppose. <laughs> yeah but yeah that as you were saying those those are the biggest takeaways they've added the replicas in there so this is going to continue and it's going to be fun and and hopefully it drives more people to participate in buying mementos during the during the season yeah And don't forget to check out this week's episode of Legits on Fire with myself and Mars, Utah. So I'll do a shameless plug there, too. We help break down uh, your best bets for finding multiple fire stat positions in players and uh, what you should look for and, and, you know, injury reports to take advantage of and matchups that you want to look at. And we do a fun thing where we pick our favorite long snapper, and we're trying to see who gets the most fires on the long snapper since it's such an undervalued position. (laughs)
2: <laughs> all right i see you you crazy guys
1: yeah so
2: I, I, honestly though that sounds like a really cool um piece because again when you buy the mementos you buy it just for like that player right or for the that team, game for that the player game. that game yep and so you don't know how many fires it's going to be and a five fire stat could be worth a lot of money um, and so having that analysis, if you're really serious about it is a, is a great value add to, cause like if you, you know, if you're not sure, then watch that and get some ideas. I think that's really cool. It's, it's a great idea.
1: And we thought it was going to be pretty easy to put together with our fantasy football knowledge, daily fantasy sports knowledge. We're like, oh yeah, we can put this together, but the way that Upland calculates it and does it for the fire we're like oh wait hold on this is a little different than what we're used to so it made us look at things a little different um and usually in fantasy you focus on the offensive players but you can get fire stats on the defensive side of the ball so that's you know we're having to tap into our friends that do the individual defensive player leagues and yeah it's been a growth opportunity um excited for it this week and uh (laughs) excited for it this week (laughs) and going into the rest of the season, we'll continue to develop and grow, grow that. And then next year we look to be, um, more prepared on the defensive side and special team side of the house to say. Nice. All right. Um, other than that, you got any big news from the Upex world? (sighs) Um,
2: (sighs) No, we are. We have some really cool stuff in development for the mines. Uh, we've been demoing. If you haven't seen uh, Monday and Wednesday, we started demoing the actual Upex world, walking around the red rocky planet that uh, Moon Unit has been uh, crafting, um, and then. Yeah, and we have all the buildings that have been uh, made. I'm hoping uh, probably early next week we'll see in the game we have the Hyde Park Ninja uh, Village is like a mini replica, and I think we're going to be deploying the full build uh, next week on that. And 1111nft.gallery, submit your art. If you have not participated in the 1111nft.gallery project, Do so. Go check it out. 11 artists currently have works in the array. You can buy them for 11 wax each. Uh, This is the first ever wave or epoch uh, epic, as he's calling it. Um, Sorry, triggered. Yeah. Um, And then there's... uh, Jeez, old pizza, right, let's try this one more time. And Dr. Nobi is collecting art for the next wave of the Array, which will start December 11th. So if you are an artist, even if you're not honestly an artist, um, you can easily submit just two pieces of original work. That's all it takes to start it. Um, oh, Onyx Animated says... Where to submit? I had no idea about this one. Well, I'm sure Dr. Noby will put it in there. Um, it is 1111nft.gallery is where um, you can submit that. And if you go there, you can actually walk around the gallery live. So um, Land for Land on the Upex World team made it... Uh, an interactive art gallery you can walk around the gallery look at the art see who made it um, see the name of the art and then even uh click buy and it'll take you to the high uh, nft hive where you can buy it so really cool again if you haven't submitted and you want to seriously you should uh two pieces to start out uh and then yeah
1: Definitely check it out and looking forward to the whole year of that project. Um, other than that, glad things are going well over there at UpEx World. Um for sure. Yes. Until next week. Everybody be safe. Have fun, and we'll see you out there in the metaverse.
0: The UpX Podcast, with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host, too stupid to win and thank you later. Bringing a strategy news charts cool with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, to Rio and all
2: around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX.